Who would you be if you didn't hide behind your shame? Where would you be if your inner judge didn't dictate your life? Hello, hello. We are here to break cycles, to open conversation into the taboo, and most of all, we are here to feel sexually liberated. Welcome to Your Body, Your Story. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to Your Body, Your Story. Together, we will go on a journey of sexuality, healing, and exploration of life. I am Haley Sutherland. And my intention is to guide you through this experience with ease, openness, and maybe a little bit of courage. So wherever you're listening from, I hope you can find a piece of yourself in someone else's story. And if not, that's totally okay too. All I ask is that you stay open to the experiences of others that are shared here. And if anything makes you uncomfortable, that's okay. Take what you want and leave what doesn't resonate. Either way, I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get started. So what am I here for? Um, I am here to help make people and individuals feel heard, understood, seen. I am creating a container that allows people to share their story in a safe place in a way that maybe they haven't before that I hope helps people unlock some places inside themselves that maybe they've been hiding. It might be unlocking some shame. There might be unlocking some guilt, um, excitement. I mean, who knows? Um, yeah, I'm just here to help help people connect with themselves, maybe their gender, their sexuality, everything that they're here for on this planet. And it's a lot of stuff that we tend to, <clears throat> excuse me, that we tend to suppress. I want to take the things that have been suppressed and open that up and let them be shared to the world because we suppress a lot and I think it's time that we stop suppressing so that we can actually share from our authentic self. If you're suppressing and you're afraid and you're feeling shame and judging yourself or fearing that others are judging you, then you're not able to share from your authentic self. So I'm here hoping that people can come to me and share their stories and then create a community with other people who also have similar stories or who just want to have that safe space to be. Um, yeah, and I kind of, I guess, got the idea from school. So I've been in college taking a two-year program and focusing my studies on gender and sexuality. So through these classes and meeting people and learning, I've really opened up my eyes to a new perspective on, you know, the LGBTQ community, gender as a whole, gender identity, gender dysphoria. And I've been able to learn from other individuals in my classes and yeah have my opinions and ideas change based on hearing other people's life experiences and I think that that can be 
something that can happen for other people here in this space too. While I've been in school, the people that I have met has meant more to me than anything else. And hearing their experiences and being in some of these classes that have been a safe space for these people to share, people who have transitioned, people who are gay, people who identify as queer, people who are, you know, cisgender and, you know, things like that, that we have been able to have spaces in some of my classes that people are sharing so openly and authentically and not taking things personally and allowing ourselves to learn and share and also come maybe not knowing and asking the questions that we need to ask in order to learn from the people who have lived the experiences that we don't know about. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my main goal and idea for the podcast that I'm starting here is let's have that safe space, just kind of like what I've already experienced for some of these same people and new people to share about their life experiences share about their gender, share about their sexuality, how they discover their sexuality, how it's grown, how they continue to grow it and with who and why, how, and maybe where there's some shame and some guilt and where they've hidden themselves. And yeah, just creating life experiences and stories for other people to connect to is what we are here for. And as far as I see it, people in this world crave, 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 crave to be heard, understood, and seen. And if you're not, you kind of feel alone. And so if you're in a place where you have the opportunity to share openly and actually be heard and potentially find somebody else in the world who's lived similar experiences, and now you've just created a bond because you understand each other better, like, isn't that what we're here for? Don't we just want to find the people that we connect to and can feel comfortable with and share life with, even if it's different or the same? Like, we just want to be in a place where we don't feel like we're alone. And that's what this is for. This is what I'm here for. And so this podcast, this podcast is not for me. This is not mine solely. This podcast is for everybody that I talk to or who resonates with the story and with the um, experiences that are here and with the guests I have on this podcast, which if you want to be a guest, please reach out. If you have a story you want to tell, if you want to be seen, heard, understood, and connect with other people on here who maybe haven't had that opportunity before, please reach out. I want to have anybody and everybody on here but you have to come here with an open heart and you have to come here sharing from authenticity and genuine stories and life experiences um yeah and i i feel like i have been a person that people have been comfortable coming to for most of my life so i i just want people to come as they are you know, if you're really goofy and weird, like that's great. And if you're shy and reserved, that's great. If you're super outgoing, that's great. Like let's find where we connect, find even where we don't and learn from each other. And that's just how I try to approach life. And I think that's amazing. And I want to have more of that. So that's why we're here. Um. Yeah. And I guess now that I've kind of gotten through why I'm doing this podcast, 
I need to dive in a little bit to my own story because you know what? If people are going to come on here and be raw and vulnerable, I have to do that too, right? <clears throat> so in this space, I somewhat encourage discomfort, a healthy amount of discomfort. Um, if you are scared to go into this comfort, that's fine. But if you want to have open, vulnerable, um, life-changing stories shared, you kind of have to be a little bit uncomfortable. So I'm going to just dive right into all the depths of discomfort and perceived taboo subject matter. And then maybe we'll unravel some binds that constrict our open conversations around all different kinds of stories. And if you're curious about what kind of stories I'm kind of looking for or what I want to talk about, I mean, it can be things like trauma, sexual trauma, just regular trauma, um, gender identity, how you identify your gender, how you identify yourself to the world and feel yourself. Um, we'll be talking about things like gender dysphoria, sexuality as a whole, pleasure, relationships, raising children, raising children who might not identify with the sex given at birth, like things like that that I think are really important that, again, we sometimes try to avoid because it's uncomfortable and people don't understand. And yeah, let's let's help people understand from a, someone who's lived it, right? Like if you haven't lived it, how can you know? How can you have an opinion? But yeah, um, so my own story, I... I guess I sometimes felt like I was a little bit odd in a way. I feel like I connected to my own sexuality at a really young age. And to some people, they're like, that's not normal. You should be connecting to that kind of sexuality when you hit puberty because of your hormones changing and all those things. But I feel like I had times when I was really young and I felt like sexy really young like I would put on a cute outfit and it's like it's not just like enjoying yourself but you know like the whole thing like when you're feeling yourself but I remember identifying like feeling sexy really really young and not really knowing what that was and at times being told by people like okay that's inappropriate you know what you're wearing is inappropriate changing your clothes or wearing even like less clothes which is I mean I get it that's inappropriate it's not the right thing for a young child but in that way, I learned that me enjoying and feeling my sexuality and trying to tap into my sexual being as I was, was wrong. So by learning that now as an adult, I'm like, that's been suppressed for a long time. That was inappropriate. How do I tap back into this thing that is such a deep-rooted thing that we all have? Like, it's ingrained in us that we are sexual beings. It's what we are. We're made to reproduce for the most part just based on how we are wired. And to be then feeling that my sexuality is inappropriate now at a time when, I mean, when you're an adult, that's totally okay to feel sexy. That's kind of what we all strive for. And now I have a hard time tapping into it because as a child, I was told, no, that's too much. So now as an adult going to college and researching sexuality and trying to learn more about my body and what it does and why and tap into what makes me feel good it's it can be a really hard thing to do so 
going to school has really helped me understand more what my body is doing. I've taken um, like, I think it was six months of learning my charting, charting my cycle. That was a huge thing, learning what is going on in my body at different times of the month during my cycle and what's going to happen and when and learning how to do it and understanding what my body's doing. That has been a huge curveball. Getting over sexual trauma. I was sexually abused as a young child. I mean, another thing maybe why sexuality is hard for me, but that's something that I had to get through too. I went and saw a trauma therapist and she helped me break down those walls, helped me understand it, helped me somewhat heal and learn to forgive and also realize it's not my fault and that it's also my responsibility to heal myself and get over it, even though it, I was not responsible for what happened. And now here I am trying to work through that. And those are layers too. When you've had sexual trauma, it's layers and layers and layers. And just when you've thought that you got over it, there's more. So again, going to school for that, learning about trauma a little bit, learning that there's a lot of us out there who have dealt with this kind of trauma. And also seeing the different intricacies of getting through trauma and being at different stages and being able to forgive is a huge thing but also forgiving yourself and realizing that like you can step back into that that's okay you can go to that place that's scary that's okay so yeah that's a huge part of my story um and yeah, being in school for it and being able to share more openly. Like, obviously, me sharing this in the podcast is probably the biggest share ever. And that's kind of a big deal. And obviously, people don't have to come on here and share like that. But if you want to, let's do it. You know, let's get really deep. Let's get really vulnerable. And let's work through it together. And obviously, I want to make sure people are supported this whole way through if you're listening to this podcast and you're having a hard time with a topic and it's maybe bringing up memories or flashbacks or you're maybe panicking or feeling stressed out, you will have places to turn. There will be resources on here and just know that this community too is here for you, but just know that you are not alone and there are places for you to turn. And that's what this is here for. It's not here to make you go deeper and darker down that hole. It's here to bring you up into the light and help you out and realize, again, you're not alone. There's a lot of darkness in this world, and I want to bring a little bit of light to it. <laughs> I've been told my whole life that I'm like a ray of sunshine, so hopefully you can feel it and hear it through your earphones or however you're listening. Um, but yeah, again, going back to my story, I guess... Um, I grew up in small town Alberta, if you know where that is, depending on where you're listening from. It's in Canada. And, you know, sexuality and being even spiritual or being different is really hard in a lot of places, but especially in a small town. In a small town where it's oil fields, people everywhere, farms, and what I would call a little bit more closed-minded, it can be really difficult to 
I don't want to say be a black sheep because that's not quite it, but be someone who maybe stands out and is different and does things differently, thinks differently. So, yeah, we're trying to like learn about yourself and your sexuality and who you are in a place that doesn't feel like it's your place. It can be really hard to. And having friends, too, that sometimes don't feel like they're the right people for you to be around. You know, there's all of those things. And that's all part of growing up and learning about yourself. And I had a hard time with that. I remember having lots of people I called friends that I did not connect to, that I did not resonate with, that I maybe thought might have been mean sometimes, but did never say anything about it, didn't really do anything. But maybe, maybe they were cooler quote-unquote cooler and so then you just kind of hang out just to feel popular or whatever but if people don't resonate you know you learn that pretty quickly and you get pretty distant as soon as you start to know and so there were times when I had friends that said things to me that also made it hard to discover myself I remember I started being self-conscious about my body when I was seven or eight and I remember this specific experience where I don't know if you had this happen where it was like the teacher would say okay go line up at the door and we're gonna go somewhere or go outside or grab your lunch or whatever and I remember we're lined up at the door and for some reason it was like looking down at my feet or something or my belly and I think it was like pushing out and sucking in my belly or something it was just something I was just bored and just doing something And this one girl comes up to me, someone who was kind of my, what I would have considered my friend at the time. And she had said, oh, that's okay. Sometimes I think I'm fat too. And instead of, you know, brushing that off and being like, oh, whatever, or laughing, at seven years old, grade two, I internalized that and I went, oh, I'm fat. And ever since that point was when I started sucking in my tummy, started dressing differently, being self-conscious about my body. And then a few years later, at I think 10 years old, was when I started to hit puberty. And of course, that, yeah, was a lot. And I felt very uncomfortable. And I think I remember being one of the first girls to hit puberty and get her period and start to have her breasts showing a little bit. And I remember being made fun of a little bit about that too. Like, oh my gosh, you're wearing a bra. Look at you have boobs. Oh my gosh, you have leg hair now. Looks like you have to shave your legs. Things like that, that maybe at that time for some people seemed kind of innocent, but I internalized all of it and realized very quickly that everything about my changing body was embarrassing and I was afraid of it and I was ashamed of it. So, of course, that adds on to going into teenage years when everything just gets worse, right? The turmoil that happens as a teenager is crazy. And going through all of that and trying to learn about your body and feeling sometimes alone. Maybe you can't talk to your parents. Maybe you can't talk to your friends because you're embarrassed. And trying to understand yourself without having the proper resources. And in my opinion not great sex ed classes made it really difficult. I went into my late teens and adulthood not feeling like I was prepared for a sexual life, for intimacy, for relationships, for understanding my body and how it worked. Literally, it's only been in the last maybe 
I mean, throughout the last five years, I would say for sure, maybe a little bit more that I've really, really been diving deep into probably what I should have been taught at a young age as a teenager. What is my body doing and why? What does birth control do and why? What are the consequences of taking birth control? Which is things that they don't really talk about, right? But things like that, that would have been nice to know that I'm learning now as time goes on. And I've been in some relationships where my partner's been frustrated because I'm trying to learn about myself and maybe learning why I have pain during sex, which is something I've struggled with for a long, long time. And I have had partners break up with me because they felt like I wasn't progressing through my learning fast enough for them. And that's very hurtful. So things like that that make it really hard to tap into your sexuality and tap into really owning it and understanding it. And honestly, I have mostly solved the problem with having pain. And I went and saw a pelvic floor therapist, a physiotherapist who specialized in pelvic floor. And she gave me stretches and exercises and different things to help relax my muscles because I thought that you know, there was something wrong with me. I was told by a doctor when I was uh, 19 or 20, I think, that I had a prolapsed uterus. And if you know what that is or don't, I mean, you can Google it. But that's what I was told at about 19 or 20 years old and freaked out. And then they tried to send me to surgeons and stuff, which they ended up recommending me to the wrong kind of surgeon altogether. And then I found this pelvic floor physiotherapist in Edmonton. And honestly, that changed everything. I told her what the doctor said. She went, no, that's not true. You do not have a prolapsed uterus. Um, yeah, she gave me all these exercises, gave me all these things. And, she, and I've learned I just need to relax. And then through talking to other women now, too, I've learned that so many women hold so much tension in their lower pelvis and they tighten their muscles and they're too tight. You need to relax, stretch out those muscles, allow yourself to not be in like fight or flight mode and be tense all the time. And relaxing can be so healing. And through that, now, holy moly, has pleasure taken over and pain dissipated. And so there's a lot of options. If this is something that you deal with, there's people that you can reach out to. There are things that you can do. You are not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just a learning curve and that's totally okay. And it's just going to teach you more about yourself and maybe allow you to help other people who have similar issues if I wouldn't have gone through all of the things I've gone through in my life, I probably would not be making this podcast because the trauma that we go through is what gives us our strengths and the things that we can do to help other people in this world. But with that, I mean, I'm kind of coming, I think, to the end of my timeline of this first episode. I'll probably have to make another one. But please, if you feel like you have a great story to share, not great like, you know, like it's this big adventure story, right? But if you feel like you really have a story that you want to share that you believe can help people heal themselves as well and have someone to connect with and that you believe is important, maybe you want to educate some people on your history, maybe you want to educate people on 
what you've gone through to transition or some resources or places you can go to find the tools you need to help you with transitioning or help you with relationships or help you with pain during sex or help you with, you know, whatever. I want you on here because we are here to help heal the world and help people connect to their sexuality, to help people connect with their genders to their bodies and get us out of our heads more and connect with people heart to heart. And I think that's what we're here for in this world. So if you've listened to this podcast, if you've listened to this episode, thank you so much for being here. Like, thank you so much for being here. This is absolutely terrifying for me. And I don't even know how I've gotten this far to the end of the episode. And maybe I blacked out a little bit. But thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. And if you have friends who you think could benefit from listening to this podcast, please send them an episode that you think they'd resonate with. And of course, if you have any questions, I'm going to be building places and and websites where we can connect and you can have questions and we can maybe bring people on again or you can recommend people. Um, But with that, thank you so much. I look forward to the next episodes coming and we'll see how we can have this thing grow and change. And thank you.